Hey, welcome to the message in the mess. My name's Heather and we have a co-host today. Still my husband, Eric. I've got a title now. I'm a co-host. You are my co-host. I think if you do enough of them, you're officially the co-host. I think we should just make you the co-host. It makes it so much easier. (laughs) Until I get kicked off or replaced. All right. I don't, I don't think I would replace you. Oh, I think it'd be a good idea to have different guests on. No, I might no. have different guests, but you're always going to be like my co-host. So it'd be like a like a you and me and somebody else guest part. That'd kind of be cool. All right. So today's episode is, do you know your partner comes with care instructions? Care instructions. Is there a booklet that I missed? Is yeah. I supposed to read something? <laughs> Possibly. Is there a video? No, hmm. no video. So how do you love, support, show up for, and encourage your partner to grow? I think that's a big one. Encourage encourage your partner. So how, how do you and I do that for one another? So I'm going to let you start with how you encourage me. All right. No pressure here. How I encourage you. Well, I'm always, I always try to encourage you. I try to be there for you. Like, like most of us, we have, like most people, we have good days and bad days. And I know when you have a bad week that you need a little pick me up. So it's usually flowers or a card or something like that that you like. But you also encourage me by buying me podcasting equipment that we're using today. <laughs> well, that's encouraging to do something that you wanted, wanted to do. That's something you wanted to try. And you had a little phobia about that, a little fear there. And I did encourage you to jump in and tackle it. And let's see what see what happens here. So you are pretty good with knowing what my moods are and what I need. Thank you. If if I'm feeling down, you most likely will pick up on that and hug on me and just snuggle with me a little bit. When I'm when I'm in those time periods, so I think people with partners need to know their partner. Like they need to know, they need to spend the time. If you're gonna have a if you're gonna have a relationship, if you're gonna have a partnership with somebody, you, you need to dedicate some time to get to know that person. Not just you know, hey, how was your day? Surfacey, blah blah blah. You know, you gotta you gotta dive deep. You gotta know their interests, you know, know their fears, know their, know what they need. You know, I think there's a book out there called the love tank. I don't know. There might be, I know there's the love language book that, oh, that's what it is. yeah, that yeah. we read before we got married. That's true. It talks about different people's needs and, and what they need from their partner and how to keep your partner's tank full. So with you, I have learned, like, if you're in a mood, I call it that I'm not going to poke the bear. <laughs> she runs and hides. <laughs> <laughs> well, when when I know you're frustrated and angry and I know there's nothing I can do to help, I think my best bet is to walk away because you're going to be processing. Yes. I, I When I'm in a mood, I take a little bit of time to process through and one of my personal things that I'm working on is, is I have a tendency to get a little sharp or pokey with the people that are around me. And that's normally my wife, Heather. So she, when I say she runs and hides, she, 
<laughs> runs and hides to protect herself from being poked at by me. And it's something I, I'm working on. It's it's one of my challenges to um, process my feelings, which I'm allowed to do, but to not take it out on others. And we're both learning that, like, we can have a conversation about something and it's okay for me to get upset about it and process through it. It's not okay for me to take out my feelings on you and mm-hmm. vice versa. Right. But that's taken us a minute to get there. That was, that's not, I don't think that's easy for anybody actually. No, it takes, it takes, you know, going back to previous podcasts, we talked about communications and, and talking to each other and you guys can go back and listen to those if you want to. But, you know, it's something we've had to work on. It's marriages work. It's a lot of work. Yeah, it is. That's the truth. So I wrote in my, on my sheet that we're going off of today, love, support, show up for encouragement and growth. Okay. And that's cut. We're outie. (laughs) (laughs) So our, our love language is is different. Mm-hmm. So what you need to make your tank feel full is very different from what it takes for my tank yeah, to be you, full. You're referring back to the love tank and yep. just supporting one another. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yes, supporting one another through whatever comes up. Well, for, for men, and I'm focused there for a second, when you have a woman that is encouraging you, and I should probably open this up. If you have a partner that's encouraging you and is constantly helping you thrive and do better and be better, your odds are, are so improved to do anything. Like anything I put my mind to, if I say, hey, I want to go try you know, X, Y, Z, and you're behind me saying, hey, go do it, and you can do it, and and this is what it's going to take to get there, and let's put this on the sideline so you can go try this. I mean, I mean, how can you not do better? You know, how can you not thrive and do better? So that's, that's a big thing. You know, if you got somebody that's squashing you and, and saying, oh, that's never going to work, or what are you thinking, or it's too risky, and then, you know, it's not going to. Well, I think if you just have a partner in general, that no matter what you're going to do, they're, oh, that's never going to work. That's <laughs> just never going to work. And we have, yeah. we know people, and we've been around people that we hear them do that. You and I look at each other because for us, we don't do that to one another. You're absolutely right. We've been around people that that their partner is not supportive, and and it shows. Like the 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 over time, the beat down, the. And the look on their faces, the the, yeah. the rolling of the eyes, the shaking of the head. Exactly, yeah. And you can see the disconnect happen. And I think that is another thing that connects to having a healthy, thriving relationship is listening, supporting, showing up. The relationship can't always be one-sided where one person's doing something and the other person's always, you know, um, I don't know what the word would be compromising Mm -hmm. to do whatever the other person wants to do. And 
the other person ends up feeling like, well, I'm just going to go with the flow because Joe always gets to do whatever he wants and I just go along for the ride. Yeah, very true. I mean, the partnerships you got to give and take and, and there's things that your partner wants to go do and not, you know, may not be your favorite, but uh, you support your you support your partner and you, and you go do that. You were so excited to go to the concert with me in, in Vegas that we missed. even though like you're like i don't know the group i don't but you want to do it so book it yeah i mean it's something you want to do let's let's go do it you know it's if it's in our means if it's in our something we can schedule in and plan for and hey let's go if it's something that interests you no matter what it is i mean we can go see opera we can go to the museum whatever you know things that may not be my cup of tea but but you do a lot of things with me that are not necessarily your cup of tea either but when we met, there was a lot of things that you did that I had never really done. Like I had never been on a Harley. I'd gone for a little putt putt around town, as I told you, but I'd never always wanted to have my own, which we've decided that is definitely a no go for me. <laughs> Too many distractions. <laughs> oh, look, butterfly. Mm-hmm. Hey, mm-hmm. But you vlogged. You vlogged thousands and thousands of miles with me. Now, I mean, we've we've gone. We've done some rides. Yeah. But I had never done those things, but it's things I wanted to do that you did. Um, you had a boat. I I love to be on the lake. I just didn't have my own boat. Um, yeah. Um, oh, I, I lost my train of thought. I was going somewhere and I lost it. Sorry. <laughs> we were basically talking about when you and I met, there were a lot of things that you did that I wanted to do, but I hadn't experienced them yet. Right. And it's the same way. Like I had never been to Glamis. I had never played in the sand. I'd never done any of that. Right. And and you and I are a little bit different. Where you you have more fear than I have. I have a ton of fears. Oh, I yeah, do. Yeah, I don't carry much fear. Like, no, you don't. Like height. You know, high, I can go high. I can go. I can go low. I can go underwater. I can. I've been there. I've 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 tried a lot of things, and and that's part of what I enjoy about life is I like to go try it. And then if it's something I've done, I'm like, all right, I checked that off my list. Let's go do something else. Some of our friends get mad at us because they go the same places every year and do the same thing. And you're like, nope, been there, done that. I'm yeah. going to go somewhere else. Check that one off my list already. And and I don't mean to upset anybody. And I, I do like hanging out with our friends and, I, you know, we'll visit back and, but yeah, I'm not one to do things. You're the person who will walk completely out on a ledge and look straight down. And when I mean straight down, I'm not talking, you know, <laughs> five, 10, we're talking hundreds uh-huh. of feet. We went to, it's called Horseshoe Canyon. Horseshoe. Yeah. 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 And <laughs> you walked right out, looked straight down. I, I got right behind you and I looked and then I grabbed your shoulder and I was like, uh, uh-uh, I'm outie. <laughs> I don't want to, uh, uh-uh. but you've also conquered a few of those fears. I, to the best of your ability. To the best of my ability. I right. I don't, I mean, I guess that can be a podcast later on down the road is I am very fear-based and I'm not sure where it came from, but I'm afraid of a lot of things. Yeah, I don't live life that way. No. No. No, you are, oh, I'll go jump out of a plane with you. Oh, I'll go, you know, <laughs> I'll go race a Formula One. I don't care. I got this. That's how's you. This thing, how's this thing work? Let's do this. Yeah. Yeah, but but but, I mean, to conquer your fears, I've been, you know, try to support you and go. Sometimes I have to go slow with you, but we've done things like you've told me, hey, I want I want to conquer this fear. So 
I, I'm a little scared, so just be easy with me. And we go slow, and we figure it out. And whether it's, you know, we're hanging upside down on a zip line or... or <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> but you've done quite amazing, and I do have to give you kudos for that. She she does well. She's, but I think the reason I do so well is because of how you show up for me. Hmm, kind of ties back to what this podcast is about. Right? Right. I, I think the reason... It works so well is I'm able to be vulnerable and I'm able to say, handsome, this scares me, but I want to do it. I want to work past it. Mm-hmm. And right now we're, we're doing that almost every weekend. We are getting back on the Harley because I am having horrible anxiety about being on the Harley. Yeah. And you tell me if I do something or something doesn't feel right, you let me know. I'll slow it down and we'll take it step by step together. Yeah, and and to be supportive, like when this first started, I, I actually told her, "Hey, if if we need to shift gears and go a different direction, like if, if we can't do this anymore, I, I'm okay. Like you know, we'll just go a different direction and find something else we can do together. You know." But for me, it's that I love it so much, and now I'm so afraid of it, and I want to see if I cannot move past it. But you're getting better. Every every right. time I get back on the bike, I get better. I, right. I feel that way. Yeah. And our last one was a long, you know, it was a long ride and it was all highway. Mm-hmm. And I think I had two panic attacks, but they weren't <laughs> big ones. Like I didn't have to make you pull the bike over. Right. And I didn't say anything until we stopped. Mm-hmm. I think I was probably gripping my legs around you really tight because I was nervous, but that's just going to be what it is till it's not. And there's times where you've come to me and you just need to vent. And I have had to learn not to try to fix it or chime in. Like there's times you just need to talk it out and get it out of your head. And I just need to listen, which is really hard for me, by the way, because I'm a fix it guy. Like give me a problem. I'm going to fix it. But there's times where I just got to let her get it out and listen to her and support her and give her a little, give her a little hug, give her a little love. And then she's good. You know, she's, she's on her way to, to moving on past that one. So a few years ago, you had a stroke. I did. And you were in the hospital and you found your own breakout team that was going to come break yeah, you out of the hospital. I don't like hospitals. <laughs> but when you got out, I kept wanting to, I, I, I don't know, it's going to, the word I'm going to use might not sound right, but mother you, smother you, help you. <laughs> and you had to turn and look at me and say, I have to do this on my own. Um, I did say those words, but you did support me. You did encourage me. You did give me ideas like with the cane. You know, I wanted to try just to get, it's all about rehab. You know, my stroke wasn't big. It wasn't a big stroke. I was able to to get most everything back. And you just have to teach the brain um, how to walk again, how to how to turn a screw again, how to, you know, pick up a fork, brush your teeth, you know, the bathroom stuff. Yeah, that was challenging. Um, but you were there to help me. And, and like with the cane, I didn't want to use it. And she's saying, well, you know, I'm just going to leave this here. And why don't you, why don't you give it a couple of days? And I, I did. I gave it a couple of days on the cane until I was able to work past it. But she was very supportive and a kind, loving, letting me work it out with myself. You know, she was she was very 
It was very difficult some days because I could feel you. <laughs> and there was a lot of hmm. a lot of anger because you couldn't do things, even though outwardly you weren't displaying that anger. I could feel it. Yeah, for those of you that listened to our last I think it was our last one yep. about the empath. Yes. Yeah. She she feels even if I don't say it or if I if I'm uh, she feels me. So yep. I don't have to say things out loud. And I sometimes I don't I deliberately don't say things out loud, but she still feels where I'm at if I'm angry about something and I'm working through it and she's like, hmm, gonna give you a minute, gonna give you some space. But, but very encouraging, you know, but along the way. Right? And I think that's what's important is that you know, you had decided that you were going to get rid of the sand car and wanted to get a side-by-side because it was more versatile for us to use because we do like to go glamorous. We like to go to the mountains. Hey, don't be giving away all our secrets. Okay. <laughs> but you had to work through letting that go, and that was a process. Yeah, you're talking about the material things that hold a lot of memories. Yes. Yeah, so the the, the, the sand car, the, the dune buggy, um, I had for a very long time. I had for over 20 years and and taught kids how to drive cars, you know, stick shifts, you know, in, in the sand car and watch kids grow up and, and my, my kids, you know, niece, nieces and nephews and... And friends. And friends and just a lot of adventure. But it was it was time to move on and uh, it, t- it takes me a minute. And the same thing yeah. with the, when we, when, when you sold the old coach. Yeah. Yeah, now I have a new project. Mm. <laughs> mm. I was I was actually out there earlier. Playing, yes, you play, were playing with that one. Yeah, you were out there today um, playing with side by side and coach. And I had some support, and I had my uh, my partner with me helping me move some things around. So. Yeah, I think you and I do work well together for the most part as a team. Mm-hmm. As long as you say please and thank you, because that's such a big one for me. <laughs> She's not lying. (laughs) I am such a stickler for please and thank you. And my husband has a go mode. She'll actually bust me on it. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't do go mode very well. Uh, By go mode, I I get in high gear and it's like, let's get this done. And I start delegating without the please and the thank you. And um, I get in trouble a little bit. I just say, I will say at the end, oh, thank you. Or please. Yeah. Yeah. So as far as growth goes, let's let's talk about that, how we support each other growing through changes and Okay. Um well let's see here. For Heather has has started a new job. She's back in the workforce. Yeah. And so when she her her last job um uh, the the company bellied up, so she she lost her job and and it took her a minute to get back in the workforce, some time off, and she tried different things. She you know we tried a couple of different you know she she tried. I got my insurance license to sell property and casualty. Yeah, did. and then I did window treatments. Window treatments. Yeah, and yeah. Um, we tried a few different things, small businesses in between there that never really took off. But yep. but I always encouraged her like. It, like it, it's financially we were, you know, we were paying our bills. You know, we're we aren't getting rich, but we were we're kept a roof over our head and food in our stomach, so we we were okay. And that's one thing I used to tell you all the time, like, like we're okay, like we're gonna get passes, 
and uh, Heather's self worth took a took a hit when the <laughs> business I was working for went belly up, uh, and then it took a minute to find a position. Yeah, and I honestly, and I told you a couple times, I did not think that I was going to be able to go in and work in another office environment because of the stuff I went through when the company I worked for went belly up. But to encourage you, like it was okay to try different career yeah. paths. And it was okay if things didn't work and I had to, I quit or I started over or whatever I, I had to do. We had several conversations You know, when we tried something, you know, when you would try a, a job and a, f- a few of them you stuck out, you know, the, the blinds, the window treatments you, you st- stuck with for quite some time. Yeah, it was almost a year. Yeah. And it just didn't pan out. And and when she did make the decision after after we talked about it to try something else, there was such a relief there for you. Yeah. Well, I think for me, like, you know, I the business closed up that I was working for, and then I started working on getting my insurance license, and then that didn't pan out. And you just told me, like, keep doing things, keep trying things until something sticks. And funny enough, the job I have now was not something we saw coming at all. <laughs> That's okay. But I think I'm learning so much and um, I'm growing and my self-esteem is, my self-esteem is just wonky right now. So we're working on you and you're helping me with that. Work on what I need to do to get my self-worth and self-esteem back where it needs to be. All right. But again, I'm able to be vulnerable and have conversations with you when I'm not feeling myself or I don't, like I told him this morning, I don't feel, I don't feel like I'm pretty or beautiful. And him and I had a, we had a long dialogue about that. Yeah, we did. And and again, just trying to uplift, trying to encourage, you know, my, my wife is very pretty, by the way. She's a beautiful person from the outside to the inside. Thank you. But, uh, Yes, just trying to uplift and encourage and keep moving forward. And, and, you know, I think I say on occasion, you know, put your big girl panties on, let's get this done, right? Yep, yep. Or or strap up those boots and just keep moving forward. Like, what, what else is there? You and I look at things so different, though, because I grew up with a family that, you know, when things happened, we would, you know, well, there was a lot of therapy and there was a lot of, medication and you you are a strong supporter of you and I therapying together as far as dialogue back and forth and working on it at home and because of being with you I have learned to try to really take things and work on them um, and heal within instead of going and numbing with medication right but even not to discourage people from getting medicated, but because some people need it, we we do feel like there needs to be a, an implant. You know, like okay, let's let's get you over this hump, and then see if you know we can't weed you off it, or go a different direction, or or figure out the why is a big part. Of it. But that's all. That's a whole other podcast, right there. That's a ginormous <laughs> podcast. So, in closing, hmm. handsome, what would you like to leave people as far as like? some helpful hints and maybe guidelines to help their partner. Well, people, uh, some advice from Eric today. Hmm. You can take this with uh, what it's worth, but uh, 
I think if, if for, for me, if I can help my partner grow and help her achieve her goals and her happiness, that's going to, that's going to benefit me, you know, where, where she's cheerful and happy and moving forward and prosperous. Um, if I can help her reach that, or if she wants to try something new, Hey, let, let's go try this. Like, how do I know it's not, if I haven't tried it, how do I know it's not going to be something that I'm going to enjoy? You know, podcasting a little bit, don't tell her. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so that's my, that's my words there. My takeaway, I, I would say for women is to, to not nag your man or your person, but to let them have a safe space to open up, to grow, um, to be able to be vulnerable and honest with you without you, um, flipping a lid and I'm very happy that you're here doing podcasts with me. <laughs> well, again, mm. as always, thank you guys for taking time to Absolutely. listen to our podcast. Yes. Please um, comment. Yeah, know. comment, share. You guys, the more you share this podcast, the more it grows. But the, the comments we do read, and they are encouraging. And we, we want to thank you for that. Yeah, for they those, and they do. Yeah, they help me a lot yeah, and they help you. Yeah. yeah. Uplifting. Yeah. A little support. Mm. <laughs> a little moral support there. <laughs> All right, guys, have a great uh, weekend. And again, thank you. And we'll see you next week or, well, you'll, you'll hear us next week. <laughs>